Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Innovation Room podcast. My name is Tori Homan, and I am joined today by my co-host, Rhiannon Huff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Like Tori said, today we have a great show for you. We are going to talk about something that is coming up right around the corner, and that is holiday prep. At North American Science, it is super important for us to help our clients with that on-site holiday prep, and I'm really excited to dive into that topic and let you know we help our clients. All right, everyone, before I introduce our very special guest, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our channel or find the audio version of this episode wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm very excited to introduce today's guest. This is Jonathan Yasko. He is the Director of Sales and Client Services here at North American Signs. He's been in the logistic and sales space for over a decade, and we're just really, really glad to have him on the show today. Hey, Tori, thanks. Yeah, so I, like you mentioned, I've worked for a logistics company company for 11 years plus and just kind of decided to end my journey there and was just looking for another place to land and uh, was expecting to take some time off and ended up finding uh, North American Signs and it seemed like a great fit and it's a great place and really happy to be here. Today, we're really digging into holiday prep, right? And we're going to look at it from two different spheres, preventative maintenance and then reactive maintenance. But preventative maintenance is obviously the ideal for businesses. So we're going to start there. It really is the first place that businesses need to start. And especially with prepping the outside of your facilities, it sometimes goes a little bit overlooked. Obviously, as a company, we specialize in on-site branding. And something that we see a lot is that when it gets dark early, right, we just had daylight savings time start or end, sorry. When it gets dark early during the fall and winter, most people don't realize that there is an issue yeah. with their sign until it's five o'clock and they can suddenly see this flickering LED in their pylon or maybe a channel letter is out. And this is a pretty common issue for businesses, but it's important to remedy that, especially for those companies whose clients and customers need to find them outside of those daylight hours, right? We're thinking retail, especially as holiday shopping is starting to happen. So Jonathan, I know you've researched this a little bit. What do the numbers tell us? Yeah, Tori. So I have the numbers here. It's actually done by the Sign Research Foundation. And what a lot of people don't realize is like a sign is just a really good salesperson for you because they can see how your sign looks and, you know, the way it interacts with everybody. And actually 54% of American consumers couldn't find a business because the signage was too small or it was unclear. And then in another study, they found that 60% of stores that repaired their signage saw a 10% boost in sales. And, you know, some other research show that the signage actually appreciates over time because it creates brand awareness. So, you know, being in marketing, you can tell that brand awareness is key. You know, everybody needs to be aware of your brand. So it's one of the, it's one of the small things that gets overlooked, but it could play a huge right. impact on, you know, many different parts of your organization, sales, marketing, you know, everything. Yeah, absolutely. And those numbers, when you really think about it, they're honestly pretty astounding. There are tons of direct correlations between fully functioning quality signage and sales. Also, people's ability to actually find your location, like maybe it's 8.30 and somebody forgot about a Christmas present and holy smokes, I got to get to Target or whatever it is, right? But if Target sign isn't working, you know, you, you could be in trouble. So 
Rhiannon, I want to dig into this with you. Just some strategies on prepping your facilities for the holidays. What are you, you're on our national repairs maintenance side of things. How can people prep? So yes, Tori, as you described, it is busy season for us on the repair side. Obviously having a maintenance plan or preventative maintenance plan is the best strategy. We all know with repairs and things that happen that a lot of times that's not the case, but there definitely are things that I let my clients know ahead of times, especially going into the busy season because it does get darker sooner. Like you said, we notice those signs that are out. So what I tell my clients or advise them, what we do is nighttime photo surveys way earlier than, you know, that daylight savings time change. So with that, what we do is we take all their locations and do nighttime photo surveys, surveys, maybe in August or even prior to that. So then those locations, we know which ones to touch on before it just gets crazy. And, you know, we have longer turn times in order to fix those, fix that signage. Another thing is thinking about not only just the time change and that it getting darker, but also the weather. So we have a lot of clients that, you know, for example, want awning cleanings or building cleaning, sign cleanings, things like that. And just to kind of keep in mind to set that ahead of time prior to the change of the weather, because obviously we can't go out there in 20 degree and below weather and pressure wash awning or things like that. So thinking about those things ahead of time and getting that on the schedule early enough that we are aware and we know and we can fit that in. Last thing is, you know, there's a lot of either changeovers in locations, store changeovers or debranding of locations, whether they're moving or closing that location. The sooner we can know about those as well, because sometimes what we've had in the past is where clients have had to wait until spring, because if a landlord requires painting that facade or getting that, getting that wall back to the original color, once again, it's that weather that prevents us in those cold areas of the US and Canada where we can't touch that wall until it gets warmer. So those are just some of the things that I you know, let my clients know ahead of time. Obviously, and just, just being patient, everybody thinks you know, that your sign is that face of the company. Um, it's that first impression. Right. So keeping those up to date and making sure that those look nice and pretty and shiny for this holiday season is so important. So just keeping that in the back of the mind. And right, because you guys are so busy in this season of the year, if a company yes. can get in ahead of time, right, your lead times are just going to be a lot shorter earlier in the fall and in the late summer rather than, right, it's November and it's, and it's crunch time. Absolutely. Um, and obviously then it's just going to save you money in the long run. You're going to prevent those really expensive repairs. And then that sign can work as your best salesperson, right? You don't have to right. buy dental or anything, right? It's just, just a sign. <laughs> you don't, don't have to purchase those. Yes. Benefits. And sometimes when we do wait, it becomes that emergency turn time because obviously, you know, you want to have, especially for Christmas and we're looking at retail, but just like anything you said, any, whether it be retail or industrial, anything, do people really want to drive up to that location if it if the sign's off or it's a little sketchy, things like that? Yeah. And so we get emergency calls. And so then that turns into not just your typical turn time for repair. It's that 24 hour and we're doing overtime rates. So that's a big, big thing. So if we can push that ahead of time. And so I have a spreadsheet of locations that we know we need to address 
prior to that holiday season, we can get that on a schedule and it just works out much better for everybody. Not only are those signs bright and nice and shiny for the holiday season, but it's also more cost-effective for everybody involved. So Jonathan, I know that you're really into more of like the advanced technology side of things into artificial intelligence and all that cool stuff. So how does developing technology play into this idea of preventative maintenance or this practice of preventative maintenance? Yeah, and that's actually some of the cool things that we can do here at North American Science. For a college nearby, we actually created an app for their maintenance department. Um, it doesn't help them necessarily with preventative maintenance, but if a sign gets damaged or worn and they feel like it needs to be replaced, all they have to do is scan the QR code on the app or on the sign itself, sorry, and it'll automatically put the order into our warehouse and a, a sign gets output as quick as possible, you know? Uh, so it cuts really out all the long paperwork of, oh, I need to submit a work order, I need to do that. Um, and it's really the next step, you know, ideally we'll be able to take that data and go, you know, hey, your signs wore out this many times a year. Um, and then we can utilize AI to maybe even come up with a preventative maintenance schedule that every X amount of days or X amount of years, um, this sign's just automatically ordered because they know it needs to be replaced. You know, for aside from those damaged signs that, you know, they might get hit by a, a student or somebody in their car or something like that. And we can really use that for, for every location of the materials it's made of, the, the sunlight that it gets, how much direct sunlight, you know, all those different things can play a part and AI can be a really huge benefit to utilizing that for preventative maintenance. So that way it's almost like set it and forget it. You know, you're, you're always going to have that human element that walks out and goes, man, that sign looks bad. Let's order a new one, you know, before, right. before AI can, can get it and tell you to do it. Um, but it's really one of the most exciting things that you can actually use it for. Right. Absolutely. And Jonathan, I remember you had mentioned to me visiting a, a potential client, I think I want to say in Phoenix and how they have a particular yeah. concern with the way that the sun hits the storefront. Tell right. Me yeah. So it was, it was actually an installer that was installing a site for one of our customers. And I believe it was on the, the West side of the building and it got full sunlight, you know, so it, it's almost like in the Phoenix heat, you know, they get up to 120 degrees. The vinyl is actually going to turn black in about two years. So, you know, we do our best to tell clients, you know, Hey, this is going to happen in two years, which is much faster than the rest of the industry that doesn't get this kind of sunlight. So if you don't want to do a different you know, thing, you really want to have this vinyl on your window, we will do it. We're just letting you know up front that within two years, you know, it's going to turn black it's and it's going to be like you put blackout on your windows um, and a lot of the times they're fine with it because um, it's relatively inexpensive and you know if you get the right vinyl removal and replacement isn't you know too terrible to do so it's one of those that it's even though it, it does degrade quicker the cost on it isn't enough for them to, to kind of change any kind of uh, plan that they might have gotcha so that would be a great place for some of those artificial intelligence. To get that data, right. Text. Yeah, exactly. And it can yeah. collect all of that information for you right there. And then it kind of leads you also into not just preventative maintenance, but predictive maintenance, which is something that right. we've talked a little bit about on past episodes. But predictive maintenance is exactly what the name implies, right? Instead of 
here we're creating a plan. Here's no, actually we do know based on this historical data, what's going to happen in August of this year. And so here's what we're going to do ahead. Like you said, predictive around this time. So for other industries, they've been doing this for a long time, you know, big assets like HVAC, how long do roofs last anything, you know, the restaurant industry, what their machinery and things that they, they do and that preventative maintenance and that predictive maintenance that they've had that for a lot. But I think signage, signage a lot of times kind of gets back, it put on the back burner. Cause like, we don't need to worry about it unless it breaks. But that's not necessarily the case. I mean, we, for the most part, we know about roundabout how long LED modules last. For example, we do have a lot of clients that still like that old school neon look, and that's changing throughout the country and obviously the laws and how that works. And they're changing into more the neon look uh, with the LED actual mods. But again, we know how long those typically last. So what can we do to make sure that we're on that schedule of checking that signage? For example, LED modules, you know, are usually under warranty for about five years. So do we put that on your schedule right under that five-year mark to make sure that, you know, we're taking a look at that. We're opening those signs up, seeing if there's any debris inside. So anything along those lines, you know, is definitely important. And for our clients to keep signage, you know, front of mind as well. I know a lot of people in the maintenance industry, they have so many uh, things under their belt between HVAC and roofing and, and they're not just worried about the signage. And sometimes signage, like I said, is not always at the top of that list, but it's that one thing that once it does go out, it's not good. It, you know, it, because again, it is that face of your brand. So yeah. What do you want your brand to look like? Exactly. Exactly. So, Rhiannon, what on-site branding assets typically need the most regular maintenance? What ones should facility managers just really be aware of, especially when we get into, whether it's hurricane season or it's winter weather or whatever it is, uh, what should FMs really be aware of? Yes, I mean, so the maintenance, that these things really apply year-round. Year-round issue, like you mentioned, hurricane season and what we need to do with that. that. We have some companies that have beefed up to their beefed up their signs, have steel poles in them and things that we've said during hurricane season, we've shipped them down to Florida, that their sign will probably still be on the building, even if the building is <laughs> <It's> dilapidated. <not. laughs> because we have beefed up those signs so much. But really what requires the most regular maintenance? That's kind of a, a vast question because everybody has different types of signage, different components of their signage. Not all signs are made the same. You know, you have the Cadillac of signs that we look at every inch and then you have, you know, so are we comparing apples to apples on every type of signage? But overall, I would say the most maintenance that we look at is cleanings, making sure that that sign, again, depending on the area in which you're located, the cleaning of the sign, fading, obviously, like Jonathan said, if you are in a very hot area, those signs can fade very quickly. I had a tech the other day, I asked, it was actually for uh, him to fix. And he goes, there's no tenant panel on this, on this pylon sign. I said, yeah, it is. It's on the bottom right corner. He goes, oh my goodness, it was so faded. I didn't even see it. <laughs> well, you don't want to be that client that I didn't even see it. Um, it's there. It's just faded so much from the sun that it almost turned white. That actual color was gone. Outside of the cleaning really is is just the LEDs. Uh, just like any electrical component or anything, they fail, they break, things go out. So like I said, most LEDs uh, and power supplies are usually about a five-year warranty, but they fail, they go out. And once you usually have one 
mod go out, it kind of is that trickling down effect. So just making sure that you have that sign company that is open and communicates with you often that we can look at those, look at those LEDs for you quickly when they do go out. Yeah, absolutely. And Rhiannon, just like you said, this stuff, this applies year round, but obviously as we're heading into the holidays, it's especially important, especially for our folks in retail, we don't want to miss out on the holiday traffic. And plus your signage vendor, like we said, is going to be in that busy season. So just making sure that you're taking care of your on-site branding maintenance stuff beforehand is going to just give everybody peace of mind. Absolutely. Even if you're telling your store employees or your store managers to make sure that they're, they're taking a look at that, take a picture of that real quick. Cause sometimes they don't even think about it to look at that. Right. And who knows how long it's been actually out. So whether your vendor, your signage vendor does those nighttime photo surveys for you, or whether you talk to your locations, either way, knowing that ahead of time is definitely key to get that sign fixed and up, up to par before that holiday rush. We just kind of really dove into preventative maintenance. Obviously that's ideal for businesses, but of course no system is perfect. Sometimes maintenance needs have to be dealt with after something is broken or faulty. So Rhiannon, in this situation, if God forbid you find yourself in it, and we all do, we all do it at times, what, uh, what should businesses do in this situation? Well, yes. Uh, sometimes I call ourselves the problem department because nobody likes to pick up that phone and give me a call because something is broken, but it is the nature of the beast. Right. It is this industry. It is the maintenance industry. And like I said, nothing, nothing is perfect. Things do fail. So what I think is probably one of clients best assets is to have a reliable vendor that they can count on that they know that there's that go-to, that they are the 100% professionals in that industry, they can pick it up and they can run with it. Because like I said, maintenance FMs, they're juggling so much. It is not just the signage, it's the roofing, it's the plumbing, it's the, it's the signage. So having that vendor that you know that you can count on and that is reliable, that knows your brand inside and out, is so key and so important for us. I know that, you know, North American science has been around for over 90 years. So a lot of our, our vendors that we use internally, we've worked with them for 20 plus years. So in this holiday season, they're the ones they are going to bail us out. They might have a million other things, but we call and they are our lifeline and they have that open communication with us. Kind of like Jonathan mentioned with the vinyl going black that upfront communication and letting us know, Hey, Rhiannon, I'm not going to be able to get to that this week, but I will do everything in my power to squeeze it in first thing next week and switch some things around for you and letting me know upfront right in time. So then I can turn around and let my clients know. So I would say that's first and foremost, everybody can make a sign. Everybody can, you know, put a sign on the wall. So what's going to set that company apart is that communication with you and that open communication with you that they let you know what's going on, when to expect, if we are backed up because it's holiday season to let you know, right, right ahead of time. So, you know, they, you can let them know, Hey, we're going to get to this as soon as we can, but it might be an extra week versus that 72 hour turn time that we're used to because our techs are way backed up right now. And that again, goes along with not just holiday prep, 
even though we are busier and we do tend to see longer term times, but that's year round. That's with anything, whether it's a weather disaster or, you know, a certain situation that takes place because there was an emergency in that area, whatever it may be, I think hands down that vendor is key. Yeah, 100%. And again, if we're thinking about our sign as your most important salesperson, right? This is a critical brand asset. You really have to be able to trust whoever's handling that critical brand asset. The trust, the communication is so, so key there. So Rhiannon, you're talking about the importance of vendors, right? Mm -hmm. We do at North American Science have a very specific process in how we select our vendors, right? Whether it's someone who just provides something directly for our own internal processes or right? We have this whole huge network of installers and some different manufacturing partners and our product and our services, those are directly dependent on the product and service that our vendors provide. So Jonathan, tell us a little bit, what does our internal vendor selection process look like? Yeah, Tori. So basically we do the standard things that, you know, everybody should do. We make sure they're licensed, bonded, insured, um, and have the right type of insurance, you know, is the big thing. And then we vet our vendors with an additional step. If they're a supplier of a sign, we go, we actually go on site and visit to make sure that their quality is the same quality that we would be using. And then if it's for, you know, like a repair or just any kind of um, installation work, it's really hard for anybody to vet a vendor enough until you just try it. You know, so so essentially we, we give people a shot um, and then we just keep a, a rating system in our database of all of our vendors. And so after every install, after every job that gets done, uh, all of our vendors get rated by the project manager that worked with them. So if they consistently get a bad rating, then we stop using them. Um, and we, we focus on keeping vendors that, you know, have that four to five star rating and that's where we prefer to use. And then that gives us the visibility to go to, you know, our customers and say, you know, hey, we want this sign, you know, fixed or installed next week. And we say, you know, we don't have any quality vendors. We have other vendors that, you know, are below our threshold. Um, so letting the customer know beforehand that, you know, if you want this done, I can book one of these other vendors, but they've been proven to not be as consistent and as reliable. Um, so if you want to roll those dice, I'll roll the dice with you. But as long as you know beforehand, this is what we're getting into. And this is why we would delay it. And most of the time they're very receptive because, you know, sometimes it's like we got a store opening, let's roll the dice, let's make it happen. You know, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get it done. And then other times it's like, you know, no, this is really important. I'd rather wait the extra three days or four days or whatever it might be to get their sign installed or repaired because they know they're getting that, that type of quality. Yeah. Re, I know you work with vendors, both installers, right? And sometimes electricians, do you have additional thoughts on what this looks like? Absolutely. Kind of like Jonathan said, everybody can promise you the moon. And here at North American, we are fortunate for being around for so long that most of the time in almost every area of the U.S., we do have that relationship with, with our techs that we've had for years and years and years and years. And it's so funny because you have that relationship with them over the phone, but a lot of times we don't get to see them in person until maybe once a year at, at science shows or things like that. But we look at them as they're not techs or subcontractors, they're partners. They're an extension of our business. And so we have very high expectations. So if somebody is not performing up to our expectations of we would expect turn times, communication, a quality of work, anything of the above, it's almost one shot and you're out. And so 
and I would let my client know almost immediately and then get get somebody else in there to to get that taken care of. Yes, we do like to give new vendors a shot once they have qualified for certain aspects. But if they don't work out, that's my thing is hire slow, fire fast, get rid of them quickly so that we can move on and get that client taken care of. And the other thing is also <laughs> the other thing is I like to under promise overachieve. I don't want to promise my client the absolute world. I want to promise them something that I know that we can do and then over overachieve. And that's what I expect from my vendors as well. Again, I expect that honest communication, even if it's something that I don't want to hear, it's real and it's what's going to get done because everybody always has to answer to that next person. Everybody also, you know, if our FMs, they're VPs of the, of the construction. What is going on? When is the store going to be back to? So everybody is answering to somebody else. So that open and honest communication is just key. And our expectations on what we expect from that is just high so that we can turn around and give that right back to our client. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously there is the potential to lose business if your sign isn't functioning properly, particularly again for our folks in retail. So if folks don't have a signage vendor already, what are some of those key pieces that they should be looking for in their signage vendor? So I always say one big thing is we work on a lot of referrals. In this industry, people switch to different industries, companies, wherever they, they end up. We have a lot of people that no matter where they go, whether they switch from restaurant to retail or retail to restaurant or, or different retail, They'll call us no matter where they went because they know how we work and they know what we do. So my first thought would say, ask around. This industry, even though it seems so huge, it really is a small knit family. So reach out to those people that are working on other, other restaurants, other retail, and who are they using? What are they doing? What has worked for them? Um, also make sure that you're comparing, again, apples to apples and make sure that you know what quality are they making. Do they manufacture in-house or do they subcontract out? What is important to you? And also, I, I always say you're going to have a really hard time if you're trying to compare 20 sign vendors at one point in time. Narrow that list down, you know, I'd say to three to five max. Narrow that list down based on, again, that other criteria that I already said, how long they've been in business, what the quality is, who recommends them. Look and see if they have a recommendation list on their website, what their pile of work has already looked like. What have they done in the past? Had they done things that you're looking for yourself? And last but not least, again, it's that communication piece. You'll know pretty pretty soon up front what that communication is going to look like and what what your expectations are and whether you mash up well with them. And I always say, you know, not everybody is the perfect fit and that's okay. And knowing that right. knowing that up front, right. whether, you know, your sign vendor is going to be open with you and honest with you, knowing that up front is the perfect perfect scenario and it's kind of just a gut feeling, you know, too as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Jonathan, anything to add to that? No, it's uh, like uh, Rhiannon mentioned, like a big thing is don't, don't ignore red flags early. You know, like you email somebody and it takes them two, three days to respond. And especially if you're a new customer, I mean, that, that should be something that everybody's all over. So if you're, if you're, you know, scouring the internet, looking for bids, they take three, four days to get back to you. If that, if your standard is that, that's fine. You know, if that works for you, you'll probably find a 
good vendor at a very, very cheap price, but you know, the communication is going to be lacking. And um, it's like I always say, and it's just, it's so true everywhere, you know, cheap, fast, or good, you can pick two, you know, <laughs> but that's it, you know? So um, it's one of those things that you just uh, look into and do your research. And like I said, don't, don't ignore red flags early because the red flags early are just going to get worse later. So Rhiannon, if folks were going to take away, try to pick one thing if you can, just one thing from today's show, what should people really focus on? Well, topic is holiday prep. So my advice as a repairs facility director for signage is to make sure that you look at those signs early. So maybe this is something that we can't even put into place until next year, but that's fine. As long as we have something in place, talk to your signage vendors and ask them, what can I do to make sure that my signs are looking fantastic, spectacular? I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that holiday street traffic. I don't want anybody to think we're a sketchy location. I want to make sure that my brand is shining bright. So that would be my biggest takeaway. Talk to your signage vendor early. Again, whether it's that photo survey of all locations, whether you're having your managers stay a little bit later prior to that, that time change so they know whether those are out, get that on a spreadsheet. Get that to your vendor or have your vendor do that for you to make sure that you get in there ahead of time and that we can get that taken care of. That's what I yeah, would do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jonathan, same question to you. What's the... What's the top thing that people should take away? Well, and it really kind of goes not only with just holiday prep, but with how much goes into holiday prep is the brand awareness and just how important the brand is to the company, right? And then I guarantee you, if if you ask any executive at any company how important their brand is, they're going to say it's extremely important. So don't forget that signage is part of your brand, you know, and that when somebody's driving by, and they see a sign missing letters and, and now all of a sudden your your uh, company name spells something that it shouldn't <laughs> and sometimes those are fun sometimes those are funny yeah. but you know is that the brand awareness that you want or would you rather would you rather them see your brand as as it actually is so so that would be my big thing and it's a really big deal around holiday times because you know consumer and spending increases, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons why a lot of companies spend a lot of money getting ready for, you know, the holidays. And one of the things that, you know, shouldn't be overlooked is their brand. And the one thing that is showing your brand all the time is, is the signage on your building. So it's, it's really important. Yeah. 100% to kind of tie it all together here. Really my top takeaway would be your vendor, your signage vendor is one of the most important partners that's going to help you protect your brand, right? You have integrity with your brand, right? It probably means a lot to you both personally and obviously from like a financial standpoint, all these different pieces. And so you have to have that really great vendor that you communicate well with, that you trust, that you can really rely on to protect your brand. And that's going to help you set up that quality, preventative, predictive maintenance plan. But that can also be there for you when that emergency happens. What a great topic. Yeah. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're Appreciate welcome. Your you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you, Jonathan. It was fun.
Thank you everyone for joining us for the Innovation Room podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. And also don't forget, drop us a comment below. Let us know what you thought about this topic or if there are other topics that you'd like to see us talk about in the future. We'll see y'all next time.